Hello and welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I am Leif Jensen. And I'm Alexis Jensen. Elections for town council are coming up on November 5th. The town has one mayor and five council members. Two seats are up this year. Each seat has a four-year term and the elections are staggered for every two years. Two years from now, there'll be three seats up. This year, there are three candidates running for the two seats. For this mini-series, each candidate will be asked the same questions, and our producer will do his best to give each candidate equal time in these episodes. We are joined right now by Terry Mahaffey. Terry, welcome to the podcast, and thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. All right, let's just jump right in, and please tell us a little bit about yourself, how you wound up in this great area, why you're running for town council, and you know, give our listeners some of the specific ideas that make up your platform. All right. Again, thanks for doing this series, guys. Local elections don't get too much attention anymore. You know, the internet doesn't really report on it. And it's been tough to really get out the message and, and meet people. And you guys are doing a great public service. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. In terms of uh, me, a little bit about myself, uh, I grew up around Buffalo, New York. I went to school at uh, RIT in Rochester. I got a job with uh, Microsoft out of college, moved to Seattle. My wife and I got married out there. We have uh, three kids. And about probably six or seven years ago, we started looking for a place to raise our family kind of long-term. We had a starter home and we were looking to kind of move into a, you know, a larger second space as our family grew. And the market in Seattle out there at the time, as it is today, is uh, absurd and crazy. And we couldn't find a home within probably an hour and a half of where I worked. So at a certain point, I just said, well, if I have to move an hour and a half away, I might as well live on the other side of the country. Uh, so I actually had a lot of, or still do, have a lot of family in the area. My mother's here, my uh, sister's here with my nephews and niece. And uh, at the time, my uh, brother-in-law and his kids were here. So this was a natural area for us to look. And uh, we ended up choosing Apex kind of as our place for us to raise our family. And it was before my oldest had gotten into school. So we were trying. She's in fourth grade now. Uh, my middle one is in third grade and my youngest just started kindergarten. So uh, that's kind of the story of how we arrived here. In terms of why I'm running and how I got to this point, it's kind of been a crazy sort of journey the past couple of years. But I, I got involved locally actually the last election, and I was considering running at the time, but we found there were other great candidates running. You know, I decided to support them and, and go to, to run them. I had a couple of issues that I was really focusing on, and one was the um, sort of the planning and development process. We were going through some stuff as new homeowners that many people already have gone through. I had some issues with the system. I had proposed kind of some reforms, some things I want to see change. At the time, I was really focused on the planning board and how they operated. I felt like the planning board was um, the one area that, that should have been operating as an advocate for the people in the area, and they really weren't, was, was my personal experience. So it's something that motivated me to get involved in politics. And um, 2017, those candidates won. And since then, I guess I kind of moved towards trying to get on the planning board for the intervening period uh, by talking to the individual members and the mayor. Uh, that didn't happen for one reason or another. So uh, I'm at a point now where I'm kind of trying to change the system a little bit, change some of the processes that are in place that I think will yield sort of a better result, more a citizen-focused result and, and better projects that get proposed. The truth is I wasn't going to run. I was, I was kind of flirting with the idea. And then I, I heard that the current council member Jensen was going to rerun. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then I kind of heard at the last moment he wasn't going to run. And then I kind of jumped in a few days before the following period is kind of what happened. That's how I kind of arrived here. And what's some of the key points of your platform that you're running on? I would say the, the two big things I want to do is change the processes that we have around development to get people more involved in an earlier stage. 
this speaks to the planning board meetings themselves and, and kind of the philosophy the planning board has and how they interact with, with the citizens and with the developers. I have some issues with the noticing period that we have too, to just get people dragged in. I, I kind of have this idea that if we change the way it works and get people involved sooner, that a lot of the drama that we see at the very last stages can kind of be pushed forward. And I think developers will be happier with that because the earlier in the process you, you get feedback, the sooner you can make changes. So that's the big thing. The other thing is I have some specific changes to the UDO and, and how we develop. The rules are on development, not just the processes, but also the rules that they have to follow. The big one there is probably um, a tree ordinance I've been trying to get passed. Uh, in Apex, we have this thing called an RCA. And what that means is a certain percentage of the lot can't be touched, which is really, really great. And Holly Springs actually just passed a similar one along our model. Most other places will have rules around the other areas too. So if you have a lot, for example, that's completely wooded, you can clear cut 80% of it or 85% of it. But what about that 80 85%? There should be rules around protections there too. And in other municipalities and other states around the country, it's pretty common to, um, if you cut down a tree, you have to plant another one. Not really a radical idea, but it's, it's kind of a foreign concept around here sometimes. So um, that's kind of where we're at. All right. Downtown plan. This past September 12th, uh, Stantec presented the proposed downtown plan for Apex in that they gave us a suggested list of priorities for the town to implement sooner than later, some in the next one to three years. These items were based on the community's feedback of perceived shortcomings and or opportunities that we have here in Apex. What would be your top one or two priority items for the town as we implement a downtown plan? So I'm in the camp that's in favor of widening the sidewalks in Salem Street completely and then and getting rid of the parallel parking. And I think that's going to really expand the commercial opportunities that you have down there. You have outdoor dining is a wonderful thing. So, and we could, you know, line the street with trees. It'll be beautiful. It'll provide shade. So to me, that's kind of the, the number one thing I want to see done. To do that, we, we do have to do something about the parking situation. Before the downtown plan was proposed and, and studied and, and it all happened, there was a lot of discussion about putting a, a parking ramp over across the street from us here. And the downtown study, as you guys know, they concluded that wasn't necessary, that we can expand parking on the street. Uh, a little more walking is necessary, but for, a, like I said, a fifth or a fourth of the cost, we can get the net the same number of parking spots. So that's kind of what I want to do. One, you know, implement that, expand the parking, get the signage up about the parking. And then once we net all those spaces, then we can have the parking capacity, so to speak, to remove the parallel parking on Salem Street and expand that and really make that a further enhance it as a signature destination for people to come to. All right. Now, Apex is already a wonderful town. That's what brings us all here. What are some of the key characteristics that you feel Apex possesses that makes our town stand out, especially when it's surrounded by other pretty outstanding communities that have a lot to offer? And how do you envision your service in the town council will help to implement and continue to highlight these already wonderful characteristics? Yeah. And this is an easy question because I can just tell you why I moved here, right? Like I, I chose this area over Holly Springs, over Cary, over Fuquay because of Salem Street and the downtown and sort of the ambiance that we had there with the fire station and with the church there and the water towers, it, it projects a certain image that feels like a small town, even though, you know, we're growing to the point where that's not, not the reality once you get outside kind of that bubble. But keeping that feeling and enhancing that is something that I'm a big proponent of. I, I believe it's appropriate for us to spend public funds to make that happen. Uh, investing in downtown with stuff like uh, a park that was proposed, you know, uh, in the chamber parking lot, I think is a great idea. And in the direction that we've gone in 
with this downtown study is is amazing. And it's something that I couldn't have imagined the town doing a couple of years ago. So I think that kind of sort of speaks to the leadership we have today and the direction they've taken there is something I, I agree with and I support and I'll continue to support. There's been a lot of talk on how we're facing transportation and school infrastructure challenges in our growing town. The town of Apex can't just widen a highway or build a school without permission and cooperation from the county and state. What ideas do you have to accelerate a cooperation on pressing infrastructure issues like these? In short, we, we have to do a better job of working closely with our county commissioners and our school board representatives and our state representatives. Uh, it's something that Apex hasn't done a great job of in the past. Apex has sort of been an independent kind of little area, and it's cost us money. It's cost us money in the form of grants and projects that we could have gotten towards us had we been a little more aggressive in advocating for ourselves. And I'm definitely going to be an advocate. I know a lot of these people through my involvement for the past couple of years, and I, I plan on using those connections for the betterment of the town when I get the chance. Uh, one example is um, with Pleasant Park, for example. This council is able to lobby the county commissioners for a, a block grant. I think it was a quarter million or a half million or something. Um, it's not a massive amount of money, but it, it certainly helps. And that's the type of thing we need to do more of. We need to be able to reach out and try to work together. We're going to change gears just a little bit and take it away from the more serious questions and just ask you a, a couple of, they're not goofy, but I guess just something a little bit lighter to kind of get an idea. We're just going to do this rapid fire. Just first thing that comes to you with these uh, would you rather questions. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First one. Would you rather have a short but unusually cold winter or a long but unusually hot summer? Short cold winter. All right. Would you rather your neighbor mow their lawn before 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning or have rowdy people over past 11 p.m. on a Sunday night? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with, with staying up late on a Sunday night. I guess Sunday mornings are pretty, uh, pretty sacred. <laughs> uh, would you rather have people look at and scrutinize your music collection or the last five books you read? I would rather they... Um, I'm going to go with the books, I think. My music, uh, my music tastes, are, I already get scrutinized enough at home by my daughters <laughs> and, my, uh, and my wife. I don't think I can take any more of that. Fair enough. Yeah. As we, uh, as we kind of wrap things up, I just want to ask you, do you have you know, final thoughts that you'd like to share with us? Just a, a final point before we wrap things up. Uh, sure. I just, thanks again, guys, for doing this and for, for trying to raise awareness uh, of the election to the people. It's, as I go around talking to people, uh, it feels like this year it's, it's really kind of muted and low key. You know, There's not a whole lot of awareness this is going on. I'm doing my best, but um, help from you guys is, is great. In terms of the campaign, um, early voting starts on october 16th and that'll be at the apex community center anyone can vote there doesn't matter where you live in apex no matter where you live in the county uh you can come down and um it'll be i think starts at 10 a.m to maybe 7 p.m and the weekend hours are a little different but there's plenty of opportunities to vote there election day is november 5th and you have to find your specific voting location for there a couple of them have changed this year so you make sure you look at it you should have gotten a notice if it changed from the from the board of elections but I'm hoping that we can get a, a pretty decent turnout this year. It's important to me. I mean, th these local elections, everyone kind of pays attention to the national stuff and they got opinions about that. But that stuff doesn't really impact your day to day, you know. But we have a presidential election and 80% of the people turn out to vote. You have a local election, which really does impact what happens tomorrow in your town. And, uh, you know, our turnout's 20% or something like that. 
And um, it kind of leads to random results. And it, it leads to politicians who don't really have the full support of the people around them because they were elected by such a small minority. You know, so we want to see a high turnout election. I encourage everyone to go out and vote, tell all your friends to vote. And uh, hopefully I'll see you at the polls. All right. We've been chatting with Terry Mahaffey, who is running for town council. Terry, it's been great chatting with you and good luck in this election. Thank you. Just a reminder that there is early voting for town council, and that begins on October 16th. We are so thankful to all the candidates who are willing to serve this great town. It's no small decision to run for town council, and we greatly appreciate it. Please be sure to check out all the candidates' interviews in this mini-series, and thanks for listening. We hope to talk to you soon. 